Welcome to the SD Sports Scene Podcast. Each week, we'll cover all things sports in Northeast and North Central South Dakota with scores, stats, schedules, interviews, and much more. Thanks for making us a part of your day, and please make sure to check out your source for sports at sdsportscene.com. Welcome to the SD Sports Scene Podcast, where each week we take a look at high school and college athletics in Northeastern and, and North Central South Dakota. I am Jacob Wirtz, joined alongside by Dave Vilhauer. Dave, how are we doing this week? We are recovering. We are doing well. Uh, we had seen a lot of volleyball, covering six matches a day, 18 matches we covered, Jacob, out in Rapid City over the weekend, and we are not complaining one bit. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of work, but uh, boy, some memorable action out there at the Monument, and uh, of course, uh, we got a lot. We'll be talking a lot about uh, the, the action that uh, we witnessed out there. We'll also talk about some uh, all-state football, hot off the presses, as they say. We'll also talk a little hockey, if you can believe that. Nothing says winter quite like hockey. So we're definitely transitioning now. We got all the fall sports, I think, finally wrapped up, and uh, and now we'll be uh, heading off into the winter. Absolutely, yeah. We like like you said, we had a, a big weekend out in Rapid City, and we'll kind of kind of start there with the volleyball and just uh, great games. Oh. Out out west and uh, long drive out there, long oh, drive back, man. long days, long yes, nights, yes. but it was a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, and it capped off. May, I don't know if we want to talk about that and then and, and go back, but but you know, the, the one of the final matches and, and everybody was kind of anticipating the Class B championship. You had two fi- two time defending state champion Warner, fifty eight match winning streak heading into that match against Chester area, who was uh, out for revenge after they lost to uh, Warner last year. And of course, you know, we talked all year long about Chester. I mean, that this this is a really good volleyball team. They had beaten some double A schools, some A schools. Uh, you know, Warner, rightfully so, number one all year long, but Chester was right there, second in the polls uh, all week, or all year, I should say, and uh, we anticipated that it would be a very good matchup, and uh, boy, did that uh, live up to its billing. Uh, uh, 206 points total divided 103 evenly, uh, and it comes down to the last set, the last couple of points, and uh, Warner had a 12-10 lead, thought maybe they maybe will finish that off. Chester scores four points in a row, uh, has a match point, can't quite get it on that one, but uh, ends up getting it on a big block to, to, to win that match, 15-13. And um, I, I know that uh, you were kind of watching that as well. I, I had that game, but uh, what, did, what did you see from your angle? Well, yeah, I mean, Warner was down there in that third set, 10-8, uh, to eight, and it looked like, man, is Chester going to take yeah. this from him? And then yeah. all of a sudden, Warner scores four in a row. Yeah. And it was like, wow, they just flipped yeah. the switch there, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, Dave, but Coach Jung might have called a timeout when it was 10 to 8 there. Well, and, I got my notes and, right here. And flipped it. And <laughs> I can go back I, and look. It seems know. to me there was a timeout right in there that kind of – Looked like okay, somebody's going to flip the script here and, and win this. And yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was actually um, ten to eight, and she did she did call a timeout at nine to eight, and when with Chester up by uh, one at that point, and and then uh, Warner, uh, you know, like you said, scored four unanswered points, and then uh, you know, uh, Coach uh, O'Hara calls a timeout for Chester, and they responded, and uh, just a, you know, it's just a a really high quality, high level volleyball match. Just really unfortunate that you know somebody had to lose that, mm-hmm. on that one. And following that match, I caught up with Warner Coach Kerry Jung, and uh, and we talked about that championship match. It was about as 
riveting a championship match as you're ever going to see. I mean, it was hanging in the balance, and they just won a couple more points at the end. Yeah, I, I knew it was going to be a battle. I knew they had revenge on their mind, and they have the power and the offense to do it, and we just fell short. We we played a good match. It was a good match. Both teams. It, it's, it's too bad there had to be a loser tonight because both teams played their hearts out. Right. You know, um, I thought they got a little momentum in that third set, but you got it right back in the fourth. Right. And I didn't know who had the momentum. You got up early in the fifth, but nobody could get any separation. Right. And it just was who wanted it at the end and what rotation we were in. I think we played with a lot of heart all night, and I was really proud. I feel sad for my seniors because they have put so much into this, and they're really sad about it, but they've had a great career at us. They've had a, With us, they've had a great season. Yeah. Um, well, not a lot of teams can say they've accomplished what that group has accomplished. Well, it was business as usual in some of the other classes, uh, Harrisburg in AA and Sioux Falls Christian in A, both defending their championships. I believe seven in a row now for Sioux Falls Christian. They're trying to keep up with that pure football team, I think. Uh, but uh, again, uh, a, a really nice run there for the uh, for the Sioux Falls Christian Chargers. Oh, absolutely. It was seven in a row, and I think nine in ten years or something for them. And and hats off to Rapid City Christian. I thought yeah. they looked really good. I think a lot of people weren't sure playing Dakota Valley first round yep. how they were going to do. And, man, they looked really solid the whole tournament, yeah. even in that championship game. Yep. Uh, Harrisburg, uh, boy, I tell you what, you want to talk about a scary team. Uh, you know, they, they, I think they've won 45, 47 in a row, maybe 47, I think. And they don't have a senior on the team. Uh, so uh, good luck, uh, South, the rest of South Dakota, trying to deal with that group here going forward. Uh, some uh, some other finishes there. Uh, Falkton finishes their season with a win in Class B in the uh, in the seventh place game. Uh, we also covered, of course, Aberdeen Central and uh, Castlewood, Wolsey Wessington, uh, just a, a Miller, just a lot of teams out there. Uh, taking a look at uh, some of the area um, players who made the all-tournament team, Class A, uh, Jolie Palmer from Miller on that squad. And in Class B, uh, we are presented by Emerson Carter and Gracie Haug of Castlewood, Kaylin Doris of uh, Wolsey Wessington, uh, Kylie Shop and Ava Nielsen of Warner and Addison Milius of Fockton. So congratulations to those individuals. And uh, again, just a, a really memorable uh, tournament. Uh, I uh, had a chance to cover Aberdeen Central all three days in that tournament. And while the Eagles uh, kind of struggled a little bit, uh, you know, they were, they were still uh, one of the eight teams there. And uh, I know that, uh, you know, losing Grace Cook to a, to a an in season-ending injury uh, late in the season really kind of uh, impacted that squad. And, and following their match uh, against Sioux Falls Lincoln on Saturday, I caught up with Central Senior Madison Miller, and uh, we talked about the, uh, the chance to play in the state tournament. You know, uh, I know that uh, this season probably didn't end up the way that you wanted it to, but in some regards it did because you made it to the state yeah. tournament. You know, yeah. maybe describe your emotions, if you would, for me, please, of, of what it's like now that it's all over um you know it sucks getting eighth place but going into it you kind of just think that you have to look at how many teams aren't playing right now and it's the last day of playing volleyball in the state of South Dakota and there's how many other teams and I'm just thankful that my team's one of them that we get to play and you know I'm always proud of this team through and through the season was great um during the end when we kind of just started to fall apart I just stayed in it encouraged everybody and we even went on a little run and I think just bringing energy does a lot to a team so sure. well I know that uh 
that you also covered some uh, some teams out there, Jacob. And uh, you know, we said Fockton ending up uh, the the season with a win. And and uh, what did you see there? You know, they that was a team that uh, you know had a chance to, to maybe play for fifth and, and just couldn't uh, get over the hump against Coleman Egan and uh, kind of a heartbreaking loss, but they bounced back pretty strong. They did. You know, they obviously played Chester right away in that opening round. That was just a tough one there. And obviously Chester ended up winning it. So they lost to the defending or lost yeah. to the champions yeah. there yeah. and played a tough Coleman Egan team in that, that to consolation semifinal round. Falkton got up two sets to nothing in that one. And then Coleman Egan was kind of the cardiac cats of the tournament. They yeah. were, they were uh, right down in that game, came back and, and won the next three sets to defeat Falkton. Then Coleman Egan goes and beats Wolsey Westington down two sets in that one, and they come wow, back. So wow. Coleman Egan kind of was the cardiac cats, like I said, and uh, Falkton ended up, ended up losing to them in the Constellation semis and then came back on on, on Saturday and got that win over Gabriel Vallon uh, in straight sets. And uh, just a, a good way to cap off the season for uh, Falkton. I uh, had a chance to catch up with uh, Falkton player uh, Kelly Stecker after the game, and here's what she had to say. What's it mean to represent Falkton here? It means a lot. There's We've had a lot of history in our town, and it means a lot to represent Falkton and represent this black and gold jersey that I have on today. And I just, we have such a great fan base, and it's just awesome to represent them. Also a, uh, a memorable tournament for Castlewood. Uh, again, uh, the Warriors, no strangers to state tournaments when it comes to basketball. They actually won the state softball championship right here in Aberdeen last spring. Uh, they were at the state tournament last year uh, for volleyball, but uh, not necessarily a regular at the at the state volleyball tournament. But you know they uh, they won their opening round match, and uh, you know they've got man they've got some athletes on that team. I tell you they they've got some real players, and uh, I know you had a chance to to cover them all three days. What did you see there? Well, again, they played Coleman Egan in the first round, and that was another one that they um, it was a tough battle, but it went four sets. Uh, Castlewood ended up winning that, and. Uh, those teams had played uh, three previous times this year, and Coleman Egan had beaten them all three times and hadn't even given up a set to Castlewood. So Castlewood hadn't even won a set off of them, wow. let alone a match. And and uh, But Castlewood came out prepared and ready to go and got the revenge there in four sets. And then obviously had to take on Chester in the semis, right. and that right. one was that was ugly for, yeah. for Castlewood. Three sets, Chester won that. Right. And and uh, then bounced – or then uh, – it tried tried to bounce back after that loss, but Burke was just too much for him. Every right. time it seemed like Castlewood had a uh, got some momentum, it just Burke just took it right back, and mm-hmm. uh, Burke swept Castlewood in that third place match. Um, and uh, Castlewood ended up in fourth place, right. which was a school record. Right, right. Best finish in school history mm-hmm. there for uh, for volleyball. And, you know, I know that you talked to a couple of the players and the coach, and, uh, you know, they kept talking about, uh, you know, Castlewood's kind of known as a as a basketball team, and then they're trying to maybe change that a little bit and uh, and put volleyball on the map there. Yeah, absolutely. I, I talked to several players uh, throughout the weekend that said that, and uh, Coach DeCam was just very impressed with the way her team performed, and so I had a chance to talk to her uh, after the match and, and after that third place match and here's what she had to say well not the way you wanted to end the season but what are your first thoughts on that match uh on the match itself we're always after any loss we're disappointed um but i'm really proud of my team it's not like i just said it's not just one game it's the full season we worked all season to get to this point and we earned fourth place that's that's awesome um we've never done that in castwood history so i 
this is awesome for us. Right. Well, uh, that'll wrap up uh, the volleyball. Uh, again, we've had got all kinds of all-conference teams and that sort of thing on our website at sdsportscene.com. So just check that out. Uh, we'll be running some All-State volleyball information here coming up, too. Speaking of All-State, the All-State football teams have been announced, uh, actually announced today. And uh, lots of local representation on those uh, teams. Uh, we are not going to mention all the players, but we'll, we'll certainly mention a couple of them here to highlight some. We've got four players from Aberdeen uh, named uh, on the team. Uh, for Class 11 AA, Aberdeen Central is represented by uh, Avery Ligon and Bryce Beetlesbacher on the offensive team. Uh, Ligon rushed for more than 1,000 yards this past year for the Golden Eagles. And, uh, and Beetlesbacher, uh, definitely a, a force on the line. He had 20. 26 pancakes and we're not talking about breakfast folks we're talking about pe putting people uh, flat on their backs on a football field and that's not easy to do so congratulations to those two golden eagles uh, meanwhile across town aberdeen ron Conley with a pair of uh, all-state football players on class 11b making the squad uh, aiden fisher uh, as a defensive back uh, aiden also got a chance to play some quarterback this year uh, kind of in a uh, well, he had to step up because uh, the starting quarterback got hurt. So kind of a, uh, a dual dual threat there for Ron Colley. And then Josh Shoneman uh, under the athlete category. And well, I'll tell you what, there were a lot of games where Josh Shoneman led the Cavaliers in tackles. And, and he when, when he put you down, it wasn't a love tap. I mean, uh, he, you knew he was in the area. He had some great hits this past year for the Cavaliers. And then, uh, of course, a lot of, uh, of players here in the nine-man ranks. And uh, take a look at that briefly. Uh, nine AA, probably one of the highlights there is uh, Trevor Hines of Ipswich, uh, All-State wide receiver. I know he broke a school record for uh, receptions this past season for the Tigers. Got a chance to see him. You got a chance to see him play, too. Uh, I know Jacob and uh, just a really, really good athlete. Uh, great basketball player. Great track and field athlete. So um, interesting there. And then we drop down to the... The, uh, the, to the uh, 9A and 9B ranks. And here's where we had teams that uh, actually competed for state championships. And, uh, of course, Warner, uh, as you would expect, uh, then uh, the 9A state champions well represented on the all-state teams, led by the uh, All-America player here, uh, Hunter Kramer at quarterback. Uh, other Monarchs on the team, uh, tight end Brody Sauerwein, offensive lineman Preston Cavalier, and uh, linebacker Charlie Dunlavy. So uh, any thoughts on on that 9A list there, Jacob? You know, 9A, I think it's kind of expected that we we're going to have some Warner kids on there and Kramer kind of leading the list. Uh, and uh, sour wine at tight end, I think, you know, a good selection there. Cavalier was a force on both sides of the ball on the, on the line of scrimmage. And, uh, yeah, Charlie Delaney, uh, another really good season for him, and he had four touchdowns in that championship game. So some good selections there. And, and um, well-deserved. Yep, and I misspoke. It's Charlie Delaney, not Dunleavy. So I apologize for that, Charlie. I must be thinking of Mike Dunleavy, the uh, NBA basketball coach. So you're in good company there. Uh, Class 9B, uh, Faulkton, which finished runner-up by two points is all, uh, well-represented on the All-State team, uh, including the All-America player, uh, quarterback Lane Cotton. Uh, other Trojans on the squad include uh, running back uh, Garrett Kramer, as well as offensive lineman Carson Leonhardt. Uh, and uh, again, a lot of uh, area players here. Uh, Charlie Dieter uh, was uh, also a linebacker selection. I don't want to miss him. Honorable mention, uh, Gus Kopecky for the Trojans. So uh, well represented there for Faulkton. And uh, again, 
one possession, one one penalty flag away from being a state champion. Yeah, absolutely, one penalty flag away, and and a, a missed two point conversion was ended up being <laughs> well, the difference in that one too. That's so true. And uh, yeah, got lots of good selections here as well. And uh, Harriet Selby with a couple of players on there. And yep. Um, who else are we missing yeah, on Potter, here? We got Potter County. Um, we got uh, Ryder Falkenhagen, and of course. Uh, Eric Solomon from last year's uh, state championship squad from Hitchcock to Lear on that list as well. Uh, Carter Lukens from Potter County, uh, also an All-Stater. So, again, check out all of the uh, the complete list uh, they are on. They can be found on the SD Sports Scene website. Uh, we've got uh, the complete list for all seven classes of football there for all the All-State teams. So make sure you check those out, uh, as well as uh, complete coverage from that state volleyball tournament. Uh, we interviewed more than three dozen uh, coaches and athletes. Uh, John Davis uh, posted more than 225 photos from the state volleyball tournament uh, make sure you check those out uh, just some phenomenal phenomenal photos and each week throughout the course of the year and I do mean each week uh, we have uh, just um, a variety of coverage uh, there's stuff on the site new stuff on the site every single day uh, we run complete box scores we run feature stories we run uh, game stories and of course all of those photos by John Davis so make sure that you check out your source for sports in northeast and north central South Dakota at sdsportscene.com well, shifting gears a little bit, uh, we're going from the fall sports right into the winter sports, and we got the Aberdeen Cougars starting up already. Uh, we just ran a preview on uh, on the Cougar girls, and we'll also have one on the Cougar boys coming up. And uh, boy, it just doesn't take long to, to trans <laughs> transition from fall into winter, does it, Jacob? No, it doesn't. It just seems like we're you know we we just started the fall sports and now those are over with and now we're cranking it up for, oh, for winter sports and I'm, I'm not ready for the cold <laughs> and the snow that comes with all that but boy basketball season's a lot of fun wrestling oh, you know yeah. and the whole oh, works yeah so. and gymnastics uh, we got we got everything coming up here but uh, so make sure you check out you know the cougar girls uh, rob weinmeister just does a phenomenal job with that with that group if they're uh, if they're not winning a state championship that seems like they're playing for it and you know the thing that just really impresses me about uh, that squad is they have three really solid lines you know it's not just one group and then all of a sudden it falls off when you go to the bench I mean you know it's uh it's interesting because and I love the way that he does it he doesn't say well we have our first line our starting line and then we have our second line they just almost pretty much pull them out of a hat they've got three even lines they don't say this is our first line he he he, he basically designates them by color we've got our gray line our red line our white line whatever and sometimes it's not even the same line that starts each game. I mean, they're all interchangeable. And when you have that kind of depth, uh, you know, not only keeps your, your your players interested because they're going to be out there all the time, but you just wears down your opponent. I mean, you they just come at people in waves, and you know, the next thing you know, the the opposition is is tired, and those and the Cougars are fresh. So uh, I expect another really big season out of those guys this year. Oh, absolutely. I think you know that that depth really helps, and and, and you see that all across. The sports landscape when yeah. you have depth it really can help you against against your opponents for sure uh also we've got some uh, some northern state activities uh continuing on uh, the wolves will be in action uh the men are, are playing uh, th uh let's see tuesday friday saturday and i think the women are pretty much uh, on the same boat th 
there. Uh, Wolves starting their conference play uh, Tuesday night uh, up at the University of Mary in Bismarck. So uh, make sure that uh, you check that action out. Of course, Aberdeen Wings are continuing their season as well. Just uh, all kinds of things that going on. And if we don't have it on our uh, on our homepage, we link to it. We are one click away from all of those uh, sorts of stories and uh, results. So again, uh, make sure that you check out uh, sdsportscene.com. Well, any other thoughts or comments for this week's show, Jacob? That should be a fun little, fun, fun small break here that we have. Good to, good to get a little break after a long weekend of volleyball and a, just a long, long fall sports season, but, but fun, very enjoyable. Absolutely. Um, but certainly when we're yeah. done with it, we're ready to take a, take a deep, deep <laughs> we, breath we here. We need to call a timeout. We need a halftime or something. So. Yeah. So, but otherwise it should be, should be good here coming up here. We got a bunch of, bunch of winter sports coming along the way. So. Sounds good. Well, once again, as always, thank you for allowing us to be a part of your day and listening to SD Sports Scene Podcast. Have a great week, everybody, and happy Thanksgiving from SD Sports Scene. Please check us out at sdsportscene.com for all of the latest stories, stats, photos, and schedules.